It's the Adult in the Room podcast with Victoria Taft. That's me. Well, 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 it is a special COVID edition of the Adult in the Room podcast. No, I'm not going to talk about COVID today. I'm just telling you that I, your adult in the room, has COVID. So that's why I sound so nasally. And let's just pray that it doesn't get worse. I'm on all the meds now that Dr. McCullough and my personal doctor have recommended. I am hoping that all of these meds will clear this stuff up. I could not concentrate last night and had to pull out of my radio duties this week. So please pray that I can beat this thing. And not just for me, but my entire family. So many members of my family have been struck with this. So now to the job at hand. We are expecting the Dobbs abortion decision at any minute. That's the Mississippi case that would pretty much gut what's left of Roe v. Wade, which itself was gutted by by Casey v. Planned Parenthood decision, and uh, uphold the Mississippi law that says that women should not have and may not have an abortion after 15 weeks of pregnancy because it's a kid in there. And we figure if you know there's a kid in there and you didn't want the kid, you might want to get rid of it earlier. Not that I'm in favor of that, but hey, there you go. I mean, babies are so cute. They're very difficult to hold hold on to and to bring up, but they're, they're very cute. And um, we need more of them in this country. But anyway, well, I called on Mike Davis of the Article 3 Project. He's a constitutional law expert. He's a former clerk for the U.S. Supreme Court, and he knows whereof he speaks. We had a wide-ranging discussion about this likely decision. The leak of the decision, at least a draft decision, just a few weeks back, and it's most likely a law clerk probably at Sonia Sotomayor's office. Uh, You know, you talk about people who are nakedly partisan as a Justice of the U.S. Supreme Court, you hope at least that you can expect someone to try to be even-handed because uh, they're really only supposed to be interpreting the Constitution. But Sonia Sotomayor cannot. She is very partisan. If you ever listen to the oral arguments, and I know I've told you this before, you will get a real earful. I mean, you will. You'll find out exactly how partisan she is. You know, it's just amazing. She She's more of an advocate in the oral arguments than she is a justice. It's astonishing and it's disheartening, frankly. Well, okay. So um, now after the uh, leak, there was an assassination attempt on Justice Brett Kavanaugh. And this was also following the fact that the so-called shutdown DC group had doxed all of the U.S. Supreme Court justices. And by that, I mean, they provided an interactive map to get to each and every one of their homes. And not only that, for the justices with school-aged children, they showed them where those kids went to school. What is wrong with these people? What is, you know, Sarah, remember Sarah Palin? She's probably going to win the congressional seat out of Alaska. But, you know, remember when she had like a a, a crosshairs, you know, like they're a target, they're a target. You know, not literally a target. It was the dumbest attack on her. This literally is a target. You might as well just go, hey, come over and shoot me. Because that's what these people did. 
and uh, the Shutdown DC people. By the way, Shutdown DC, not a benign group. They were there for the 2020 Summer of Love stuff in D.C., helped orchestrate the shutdown D.C. efforts and the attack on the president's church, the the breach of the White House grounds and all sorts of stuff. Anyway, so they call them in this iteration of the group because they're all the same people. You know that. Ruth sent us. Ruth sent us. It's ironic because Ruth Bader Ginsburg God rest her soul, thought that the Roe decision was one of the dumbest on record. That's not because she didn't like abortion. She loved abortion. She thought it was great. It's not, It's because that she thought the decision was a pile of mishmash unmoored from the Constitution to uh, mix my metaphors. So it was something like that. It was really, I mean, everybody left, right, center. They think that is one of the worst decisions ever. And the fact that we have stare decisis and people were dependent upon that stupid decision. I mean, it was an intellectual train wreck and it was it was it was embarrassing. So now they're they're probably going to get rid of it. If John Roberts has anything to say, he'll probably try to keep the superstructure of Roe v. Wade just to have the name. It's sort of like a zombie bill. You know what I mean? And so we'll see what happens. But uh, you'll hear uh, Mike Davis's thoughts on that. So let's listen now to Mike Davis of the Article 3 Project on the Adult in the Room podcast. Let's talk a little bit about the Dobbs decision that we're expecting at any moment in time, Mike Davis. And I wonder if you uh, have any thoughts on the enormous sea change that might arise as a result of this decision. So I imagine that this decision will come out on uh, June 27th, uh, possibly June 21st, but I anticipate that it will be June 27th just because it's probably the most contentious case. And the sea change is going to be this, uh, there it's no longer abortion regulations in this country are going to return back to the states where they were for the first 200 years of our republic until the Supreme Court erroneously found in Roe versus Wade that there's somehow a federal constitutional right to an abortion. And so what's going to happen is that states are going to regulate abortion like they regulate just about every other industry in America. And I would say to people, if you don't like, um, if you don't like abortion uh, regulations, you should move to California. If you don't like COVID regulations, you should move to Florida. I mean, this is part of, this is how a republic works. We have 50 laboratories of democracy in our states, and this is a state issue. Our constitution, uh, it's a, our constitution is a loan agreement. We, the people, loan the federal government and state governments specific and enumerated powers. And if we don't loan our governments those powers, they don't have them. And nowhere in the constitution did we empower the federal government to regulate abortion. So therefore, under our constitutional structure, including the 10th Amendment, is those those are police powers that belong to the states and to the people. Yeah. So, uh, of course, we'll probably have riots or something. Um, what has been your assessment of the, uh, the assassination attempt, or at least the plot to assassinate J- Justice Kavanaugh and how that plays into the drama of this decision. This was predictable and predicted by myself and others after the draft decision leaked more than a month ago. 
And this is a disgrace what the attorney general is doing, Mm. where you have the Biden White House, the press secretary going out to the podium, then press secretary Jen Psaki encouraging these protests. These are these protests are, are illegal under federal law. It's 18 U.S.C. 1507. It's obstruction of justice to go to a federal judge's home for the purposes of protesting and intimidating them on a pending case. And you do not have a First Amendment right to do that. You, there are time, place, and manner restrictions with our First Amendment. And the litigants' due process rights before the court, their, you know, their, their right to have a fair hearing from an impartial judge who's not corrupted by being threatened, like we're in some banana republic, some third world despot country, that, that trumps uh, any person's First Amendment right to show up to a federal judge's home. We just saw in 2020 the deadly consequences. Judge Esther Solis in 2020, an Obama appoint, appointee in the District of New Jersey, had her 20-year-old son, Daniel, and her uh, shot and killed in their home and her husband seriously wounded. This is a deadly, serious game that they're playing and it played out where an assassin came, a would-be assassin comes from California and tries to zip tie and murder Justice Kavanaugh, his wife, and their two young daughters in their homes in the middle of the night. The only thing that stopped this was he happened to see the, the U.S. Marshals and other protection outside of these homes. This is The attorney general has completely failed in his duty to enforce our federal law, and House Republicans, when they take when they take back the House in January, they need to impeach him. He'll be the first attorney general impeached. He may not get removed in the Senate, but he needs to pay a price and a message needs to be sent to future attorneys general that if you if you refuse to do your job and you put the lives of federal judges, especially Supreme Court justices, in grave danger, there's going to be a consequence. I mean, that would be pretty – I mean – uh, that would be pretty amazing were that to happen and unusual, but he has just been lawless. He has selectively prosecuted cases. There are things that should not be taking place in D.C. Um, do you worry about these D.C. juries? My God. I mean, the Sussman case. Yeah, we know he lied. Yeah, that, that evidence was presented. Yeah. Was it material? No, the FBI people who testified said it was. So how does the jury commit jury nullification in that case because it's a dc jury dc votes like 95 percent democrat it's a bunch of you know deep staters and democrat appointees in the federal government and the, the the bigger issue here is with our country with our republic the constitution has been turned on its head it used to be, it's supposed to be that again the constitution grants the federal government specific and enumerated powers and if it's not listed in the constitution they don't have it and starting 90 years ago with fdr the switch in time that saved nine they've yeah. interpreted the con- the commerce clause where the federal government has all powers unless the trump appointed first constitutionalist majority in nearly 90 years starts rolling back the federal government and these federal powers we're not going to see a change I've never seen anything as extraordinary as the time we are li- times we are living in right now, and I fear for my country, and I also fear for my personal liberty and the attempted going after the Second Amendment and people's ability to uh, own guns and that sort of thing. It's just a shocker in terms of knowing how these political cases are being done. And if there are red flag laws 
all over the country or an enticement to do red flag laws, you will find that political opposition or people with differing political viewpoints will be red flagged. We need more guns in this country. We need more law-abiding America, Americans to get trained and to, 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 to know how to use firearms because the, the Second Amendment, are, it's actually our God-given right. We have this God-given right to keep and bear arms and it's to protect us from government tyranny. The whole, that's the whole point of the, it's not to hunt, it's, it's not for sports, it's to protect us from government tyranny. And we see this right now with the Biden administration buying firearms, so-called assault weapons, assault rifles for the people of Ukraine, because it protects, it protects people from government tyranny. And so that's why we have firearms and we should never, ever, ever allow anything to uh, any mass casualty event to, to, to make us think that we need to give up our firearms. If, if we actually had more guns, if we had teachers who were trained to use firearms, if, if these school zones were, if these gun-free zones did not make these kids sitting ducks, they wouldn't be targeting, right? Yeah. If, we, if we didn't defund the police and have the left chase resource officers out of these schools, they wouldn't be targeting these schools. The reason these schools are targeted is because they're gun-free zones. Yeah, that's true. That is true. I was speaking with a young woman who is a uh, who lives in Mexico. She's in a large city in Mexico. And she was telling me the other day that uh, she's very upset because Mexico will not allow them to have their own personal guns. Although she says that permits are allowed, permits to carry are allowed. But uh, apparently those are few and far between. My point is, is that the cartels have all the guns. Of course, Mexico, uh, they frown on guns. And yet, I, you know, it was my belief, you know, Switzerland requires people to have guns. And my guess is if the, everybody in Mexico was armed with a gun, there wouldn't be as much a cartel activity. That's right. I mean, we, we've, what, what happens when the police don't show up? Look what happened down in Texas. The police showed up and waited an hour to go in there. You can't rely on the government. We need the Second Amendment. We need our God-given right to keep and bear arms to protect us from government and also to protect us from government failure. The Democrats hate the police. They went to war against the police. They want to defund the police. And we saw what happened over the last two years with their war on the police, with their defund the police efforts. Crime skyrocketed. If you do, I'll tell you, I live in D.C. and I live in a, in a neighborhood that was uh, so-called gentrifying, right? Mm-hmm. It was a, once a very rough neighborhood that uh, over the last before BLM uh, destroyed the city, it used to. It was a. It was a, 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 a neighborhood that was cleaning up. It was chaotic over the last two years. I had three drive-by shootings on my street corner. But I'll tell you what. I am. I have. I. I am well protected inside my home. But it. So if, if, if people want to make a mistake of coming into my home, they're gonna. They're gonna. They're gonna find out it's a deadly mistake. But what about all these sitting ducks in DC who don't. Uh, who don't have firearms? It, it's. It's insane to me. See, uh, uh, the uh, other decisions that came down, is there anything that sticks out in your mind? For example, like a big, like a big thing. I'm looking at like, for example, uh, the George V. McDonough. I have no idea what that's about. And um, I'm looking at SCOTUS blog as we speak. And I'm thinking, is there something that I need to know? Uh, Double Jeopardy, there was that that came out. And uh, apparently you can have Double Jeopardy now. And I don't know. You're you're the guy. You're the expert. But I'm I'm looking at some of this stuff, and they don't sound really super sexy. So I don't think a lot of people pay attention to them. But you know how to read the stitches on the fastball, Mike Davis. You know what the problems are. Is there anything that sticks out in your mind? The biggest case 
is going to be the the Dobbs decision, which the Supreme Court looks like they're going to overturn Roe versus Wade and return and correctly return abortion regulations to the state. But there's also a, a key a Second Amendment case coming out of the state of New York, New York State Rifle and Pistol Association versus Bruin. In New York, it's like what you were talking about in Mexico, where people don't have guns, and if you, the only way you can get a gun is go to a permit to go to the government and get a permit. Well, that kind of defeats the purpose of of the Second Amendment. It's because we're supposed to have guns to protect us from government, not to get permission from government mm. to to own a gun, right? So, in this case, what happens in New York is if you want to have a concealed carry license for self defense in New York, you have to prove to the government that you're worthy versus the government having to prove that you're unworthy. And so that basically we have we have a God-given right to keep and bear arms in this country as guaranteed by the Second Amendment. And so if you're a law if you're a law abiding citizen, you should be able to, to keep and care, bear arms, including concealed carry. And in New York they flipped it on a second because they just don't want guns. They're you know these Democrats are essentially Marxist and they want to take away guns from Americans so so it's a lot easier to control us. But in New York if if you want to get a concealed carry permit now, you have to go in and prove that you're worthy instead of uh, instead of New York proving that you're unworthy. And so the Supreme Court is looking at that case, and I presume the Supreme Court's going to strike down this New York law mm-hmm. and say that no, you like these these people have this God given right to keep and bear arms, including concealed carry, as guaranteed by the Second Amendment, and you you. You need to prove that they're unworthy. You need to prove that they're a felon. You need to prove that they're mentally unstable. You need to prove that they, they are going to be a danger to the community. They don't need to prove that they're worthy of exercising their God-given rights. Back to the red flags laws, though. I mean, that precludes people from having the uh, uh, presumption of innocence. And, uh, you know, so I, I worry about that. Yeah, I mean, the same Democrats who want to take away, like, what other constitutional rights can we take away even for a short period of time based upon someone, you know, go, doing a red law, a red flag type law, uh, red, red, red flag law type thing? Can, can we say that they can't have an abortion? Can we say that they can't speak? Can we say that they can't go to church? Can we say that they can't associate? I mean, I get if someone is mentally unstable with a gun, we need to do something about that. But it better be a pretty damn high standard where you're going to a judge with clear and convincing evidence and not just some, you know, angry ex-girlfriend or some left-wing lunatic, you know, neighbor with their Ukraine flags calling in because you have a Trump (laughs) sign in your yard. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if nothing else, this January 6th stuff, these cases, uh, the fact that Trump may be brought up on criminal charges somehow, some way, you know, for whatever reason. And uh, we know that there's political retribution being sown here. That's exactly what's going on. I mean, look what Attorney General Merrick Garland did. He he sits the FBI after parents who showed up to Loudoun County school board meetings, public school board meetings, to protest the fact that they're you know that they don't like the fact that they covered up rape in their school, that they you know they 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 had a sexual assault person who who sexually assaulted uh, a girl, and then they they hid this, and then he did it again. And these parents showed up to Loudoun County school board meeting, public meeting, and protested. And Attorney General Merrick Garland sick the FBI after him, right? I mean, every every person who was in any way involved with January 6th, even if they didn't trespass into the Capitol, even if they weren't violent, they're you know they're being tracked down by the FBI and harassed and intimidated. So no, we we don't want to give government these broad unlimited powers. We can we can have state laws that deal specifically 
with serious mental health issues, but we do not want these, uh, th- this, what these red flag laws just give liberals excuses to grab guns. Yeah, exactly. It, it, having guns is not the problem. The people who wield them are the problem if they're a sicko or something. It's already illegal for this California man to drive across or to fly across the country with a gun to assassinate a Supreme Court justice. We already have we already have gun control laws on the books for that. That didn't stop them. These laws don't work. They stop law-abiding Americans from protecting them ourselves, and they empower the criminals. Have you ever seen a period of American history this fraught? No, and it was it started because of it's it's 2020. It started with the COVID. I, I, you know, I, I just think it's cultural Marxism, like, you know, like uh, Mark Levine talks about. I just, this is, this is, there's a bigger play going on here. This is not your, this is not your grandparents' Democrat party. These are not liberals who, you know, believe in due process and equality and, you know, the, the American way of life. They just disagree with us conservatives on how you get there. These are leftists. These are not liberals. These are leftists. These are Marxists. They hate America. They want to destroy America. They hate due process. They hate equality. They support racial supremacy through BLM. They support anarchy through Antifa. They they support, you know, this lawlessness through these George Soros prosecutors who are creating this Antifa amnesty and this BLM amnesty. They're trying to create chaos in this country because they hate America. They want to turn us against each other divide and conquer us, and then, you know, recreate America in their Marxist image. And we just need to stop it. This is the most chaotic time we've seen over the last two years. And I hope, I hope this November, American, the American people, including even Democrats, like right-thinking Democrats, say enough with this woke nonsense. This is, we're done with this. I spoke with you not too awfully long ago about the leak from the Supreme Court. Do you know anything more? I have intentionally had zero discussions with anyone inside of that building since this leak happens. And justices, law clerks, I just, I don't want to, I, I, I do not want to get dragged into this investigation, but I will say this, it should not be hard to find who leaked this. It's clearly a law clerk. It's almost certainly a law clerk from one of the three liberal justices. So there are 12 suspects they need to get to the bottom of this. What this person did by leaking this draft Dobbs Dobbs decision, we saw what they wanted to do. They wanted to put pressure on justices like Justice Kavanaugh to switch their votes, like what happened with the chief justice, the chief justice during Obamacare. That's, that was clearly what they were trying to do. And maybe they didn't think through that it would lead to an assassination attempt of Justice Kavanaugh and his wife and two young daughters. But that is the the, the very natural and probable result of leaking this thing, right? And so they need to get to the bottom of this. They need to get get them to take sworn statements subject to 18 USC 1001. They need to get their emails. They need to get their phone records. They need to, you know, when when the when the uh, Roe versus Wade, just the result of Roe versus Wade leaked out, uh, you know, 49 years ago, the Chief Justice, I think it was Burger at the time, threatened to polygraph the law clerks, if they didn't cooperate with the investigation and one of them cracked, they need to do the same thing. This, they need to get to the bottom of this. Whoever did this needs to be uh, fired from the Supreme Court, their Supreme Court clerkship, rescind it so they can't uh, you know, cash in on that, get the $400,000 clerkship bonus from the law firm. 
and uh, and make money off of that the rest of their lives. They need to be prosecuted. They need to be disbarred. They, they, this person, what this person did, it's the first time a draft decision has ever leaked, um, and it is it has very serious, even deadly consequences when this happens. I I agree. I mean, it almost happened. And it, who's to say it might not happen again? They doxed and they the, the Ruth sent us group uh, identified all gave a map to all of their justices' houses and their schools and their kids' schools. There are there are three justices who have school age kids. They gave maps to their their kids' schools. And I'll tell you, the Senate over a month ago a, passed a bill. 100 to nothing to increase security. The, the justices have security, but their families don't when they're not in the home with the justices. And so the Senate passed a bill 100 to nothing to increase security for the Supreme Court justices' families. Nancy Pelosi and the House Democrats sat on this bill for over a month. They finally caved yesterday and passed it under tremendous pressure. But they are absolutely, the Democrat Party, Joe Biden, uh, his press secretary, Jen Soccer, then press secretary, Jen Psaki, Merrick Garland, Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, they want harm to happen to these justices. And that's clear through their complete inaction after this leak happened. And also the fact that they've been inflaming. They've been inflaming these these protests at these justices' homes, even after the assassination attempts. The, we're looking at the 50th anniversary of Watergate coming up and uh I just wanted to ask you um, to sort of change the subject, but it still does go to main justice. And that is the Russian collusion hoax and that sort of thing. Um, what was worse, Watergate or the Russian collusion hoax? Oh, clearly the Russian collusion hoax. You had you had the deep state. You had the FBI director. You had the Clinton, a, a presidential campaign. And they even spied on the, the president, the Donald Trump's presidential campaign and and sitting president donald trump when he was when he was in the white house i mean it doesn't get it doesn't get worse than this and of course the the so-called mainstream which means liberal media sweeps it under the rug and then these these swamp rats who live in dc sit on these juries and let these people go is there any way to get those juries uh or to move these trials from dc you can uh, if you can, you know, if there, if one of the, if part of the conspiracy happened in another district, another venue, sure, you can. Um, it's it's harder to do, but you know, I mean, you have to show that one of the bad acts occurred in another venue, another district outside of DC. You can do it, yeah. but you know, it's it's harder to do. But regardless of what happened, this is a Democrat tainted jury, partisan Democrat campaign. Uh, supporters on this jury. It never, they should never have been in panel. They should have been struck as jurors. But regardless, even with this jury nullification, it was very important for the special counsel to bring this case. So the American people saw the evidence of Hillary Clinton, her top campaign officials colluding with the FBI and other deep staters to make up this bogus Russian collusion hoax to try to take out a presidential rival and even a sitting president of the United States. So this was very important for the Mm -hmm. American people to see this. I agree. I agree. Mike Davis, Article 3 Project. Thank you so much for uh, coming on the Adult in the Room podcast and all. Any last thoughts that you can think of that are really uh, particularly concerning you? So the Democrat Party has really 
miscalculated on where the American people uh, are over the last two years. They really allowed their Trump derangement to take America way too far off the cliff, starting with COVID, the COVIDians and their COVID restrictions, and then BLM and Antifa. I think the Democrat Party is in for a very, very, very rude awakening this November, and it is really, really important. This is like a make or break moment for America, for our republic. People need to show up and vote this November. They have to vote this November. Do not sit home. Our country is on the line. Yeah, I think so. I think so. We heard that over and over and over and over. I think actually this time it's true. Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely true. If we, if we don't put a check for the last two years of the Biden administration, if we don't have a check in the House and the Senate, if we don't have people in there who are going to do aggressive oversight and investigations and impeachment inquiries, uh, we're going to lose our country. It is so important that we elect a conservative majority in the House and the Senate to put a critical check on these Marxist buffoons who work in the, the Biden administration. I haven't noticed that the Republicans have done much pushback. Well, I mean, the, the the problem with most politicians is they're weak. And we saw this during COVID where, where both Republicans and Democrats were incredibly weak when, when the American people's liberties were under the greatest attack we've ever seen in modern history. Uh, you know, we have Tony Fauci, some unelected clown bureaucrat. Uh, who's not even a real scientist, he's a politician in a lab coat, uh, you know, coming coming into the Oval Office one day and just on the whim making some pronouncement and he's like some dictator and all of a sudden, you know, we we have to wear a face mask or we can't, we, we have to stand six feet apart or we have to close down schools and, you know, who cares what happens to the mental health of the American people, especially kids, because, you know, we have to, we have to have zero COVID. It, it's insanity. And the American people need to fight back. And it's they, they, it's a republic if we can keep it, meaning we have to be active citizens. We have to stop being lazy citizens. And yeah. we need to start being active and engaged. Yeah. Very fraught time. Mike Davis, thank you so much for this interview and also for all your work at the Article 3 Project. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Adult in the Room podcast. To keep the programs you like to listen to, please rate this podcast with a fantastic five stars on your Apple podcast app every time you listen. And give me a great review. Plus, of course, subscribe to the podcast. It makes a difference with the big tech algorithm and the big tech oligarchs. And it makes us easier to find. Please get in touch with me on all the big tech stuff. Yeah, we're still there. Using the names Victoria Taft or the Adult in the Room podcast on MeWe, Parlor, Minds, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thanks to 1A Cast for imaging, editing, and production. The fantastic song is Gospel by the March 4th Band of Portland, Oregon. Music for Antifa versus Mike Strickland is Ride or Die by Raps by RC. The Adult in the Room podcast is also a production of Flamingo Road Studios. Remember, head up, heart out, and strive to be the adult in the room. Till next time, mischief managed. <laughs>